Blog Talk Radio. Intelligent, controversial, groundbreaking. The great liberators are coming. Hosts Amiri Brown and Kenya White take on all topics intrinsic to the black experience. No topic is too cold or too hot. Now, here are the great liberators, Amiri Brown and Kenya White. Out there, this is your host, Amir Brown. Hello? Yeah. It's a bad connection. Big debate rate then as raging about you know, I'm a but it's not it's not just about the mothers, it's about the children. And the fact of that is that if a man is men up to down there with a woman on all the rivers and he gets that woman and a lot of brothers Yeah, can you? Yeah, hello. Yeah, that. Oh, still such a bad connection. What? 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 I don't know. It's going in and out. What? We got another caller. Yeah. I'm going to try to get a better connection, Amiri. Hello? 
Uh, hello? Okay, I'm back. Kenya, is, is the sound better now? Yes, it's perfect now. Okay, I don't know what was going on. Something was going on with my microphone, man. I don't know what was going on with it. I have to look at it later. All right, so. All right, so. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. <laughs> I can hear it. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm still having some issues. What is going on? <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay, is that better? Yes. Okay. All right, I got Jonathan on the line, so I'm going to bring Jonathan in in a second. Hold on. Let's... Maybe it's my, lab, my, lab, my computer acting up a little bit. All right, so we're talking about single mothers. Who, who's, who's responsible for single mothers? Single mothers, who's to blame? Okay, that's what it is. I like I was saying, you know, there's been there's this there's this debate raging around the issue of single mothers, Mm -hmm. and like I was saying, my position is this: if you as a grown man hop in a bed with a woman, knowing the risk, don't use the condom and you get that woman pregnant. If that woman if that woman decides to keep that child, then you're on the hook for that. Period. Correct. Yo, you you are on the hook for that. That is 
the uni- the universal standard of manhood. I don't know where they're coming from with this with this this new this new disposition where you have a you have a right or option to not take care of your child as a man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know where they get this, I don't know where they get that um get that from. Now it was brought to my attention today that you have these guys making videos about me because uh, apparently our our you know content has been picking up steam on on YouTube <laughs> and even on the blog talk site. You know it's been it's been picking up steam and everything like that. You know, which is a good thing. And so there's this one guy named, uh, I think his name is Obsidian. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another guy I saw, his name was Rusty Balls, and another guy I saw named Big JX. Um, and I think they call themselves the Manosphere, which sounds like something out of WWE. It really sounds, uh, <laughs> you know, comic, comical, to, to, to be honest with you. But anyway, Mr. Obsidian made a response video. He made a video, I guess, talking about the, uh, talking about the live that I did. And, you know, and, and, and I, I get his, I get his, his, his stick. He's like a, a wannabe Howard Stern shock jock type of guy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's his, that's his angle and his niche he's playing, you know, which, which, you know, to be honest is a little bit below our pay grade because our expect our aspirations are, are are more lofty than that. You know, we're we're sophisticated, black sophisticated intellectualism, sophisticated uh, revolutionary thought. That that's our that's our niche. So he's a little bit you know below the pay grade. But I said I was going to address a couple of things that he said. Okay, number one, and hold hold on um hold on, Carl. I'm I'm gonna bring you in in a second. Number one, he said something about I said that Jap was raised by Minister Jap was raised by a single mother. I never said that. I, I, I said it was I, Jonathan said he said he was, and I repeated right. it. And I said I don't know, you know, I don't know if he is or not. But what I do know is he's a clown, <laughs> you know. That's, that's what I that that much I do know. See, because as we've stated before, it's become extremely popular to mm-hmm. be anti-black woman. It's become right. extremely popular. And see what you have, like with these guys, like Obsidian, the Manosphere, is mm-hmm. they have what they have this ambivalence to to women because because of feminism. That's basically what it is. Because a lot of these guys view the right for them as a man to to behave um, sexually irresponsible as, as a right as a man, and but mm-hmm. yet somehow if the, if the woman behaves irresponsible uh, sexually. It's somehow of a a, a graver um, sin, as if right. as if both of them aren't problematic. And I, I right. even said that in a live because they'll say she should keep her legs closed because she can get pregnant. Well, you should keep your pants up because you can probably get pregnant. You, like what right. you know, what I'm saying what, what where, where are they getting this logic from? And right. matter of fact, it's it's only what how, how how often does a woman ovulate, Kenya? Once a month. Once a month, a woman ovulates once a month, but here it is. You're fertile, you're fertile 38 hours a month, but you're telling her keep her legs closed. No, you keep your pants up. Right. You keep your pants up. This thing where they're trying to switch what, what, what manhood is all about, no, we're not going to do that. Men take responsibility for their actions. This has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the mother. This has nothing to do with the mother. If the topic of the conversation is women, uh, unfit mothers or women who mm-hmm. kill their children or women who abuse their children, then we can talk about the mother. But when we talk, but when we're talking about single mothers, 
Mm-hmm. This is totally an issue about the man because men create single mothers in two ways. One, they create single mothers by the way they behave sexually, by being sexually indiscriminate and not, mm-hmm. and not practicing uh, um, responsible sex or safe sex. And two, mm-hmm. they, they create single mothers by not stepping up to the plate if, if, they, if they mess up and get a woman pregnant and that woman decides to keep the child. Right. So, so men create single mothers, period. Men create single mothers. This is not something that we're saying that exists in some vacuum. This has been the historical precedent, precedent and the historical mm-hmm. arc uh, w- within American society. Mm-hmm. And then they'll, use the, they'll try and use things talking about the woman has more options. Okay, I'll give you that. The woman does have more options, but you have options too, right? Mm-hmm. Now, aside from that, you knew the woman had more options before you decided to hop your ass in the bed with her. Right. And not use a condom. You knew she had more options than you. You knew you, 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 knew you didn't have no control over her body. Once you give that seed to that woman, if, if you cause her to get pregnant, you have no control over that. Right. You're, you're on the hook. Can we also Period. talk about so, the fact that, can we also talk about the ahead. fact that the, that, the options of the contraceptive options available to women have been linked to cancer. Right, right, right. But but you know what? Here's the, here's the thing, and this is and this is what I really want to get to because there seems to be this sense where they talk about women are making bad choices when it comes mm-hmm. to when it comes to you know them 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 choosing fathers as if you're not as if the man isn't making bad choices when it comes to choosing sex partners. Right. You see what I'm saying? You're, the, the man is making a bad choice too. So yeah, where is this logic? Where, hold on, because I'm, I'm because I because I, I'm gonna I want him to hear this because okay. where is the logic in that, Mister Obsidian? In, in in this in this manosphere click you got going on, Rusty Balls and Big JX. Where, where's the logic in that? The man the man should should make a better choice in choosing a sex partner. He should choose a sex partner that doesn't want a child. Right? Why? Why are you running up in a woman that that's going to keep a child if you if you make a mistake and get her pregnant? So he, so he should choose better too. Shouldn't a man shouldn't a man choose better? Then he was saying something about right, but then he was saying something about um, only twenty four percent of black men fall into the 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 deadbeat category. Okay, that's a quarter of the population, sir. That is a right. quarter. Why, why are you saying that as if that's insignificant? That is not insignificant. And as we've stated before, just speaking in sociological terms, in order for a social pathology, pathology to exist and function, you don't need a majority of people participating in it. You only need a plurality of p- people participating in it. Nowhere yeah. in any of our presentations or any of our podcasts did I say it's all black men or a majority of black men. I said black men. And so if it's a quarter of black men, when I say black men, that applies. That is applicable. Right. That is applicable. And then he was talking about these different metrics and graphs that he's using. Let's be clear on a couple of things here. There is no empirical way to quantify integrity. There is no empirical way to quantify character. There is no empirical way to quantify morality. This is a moral question. This is a character question. This is an integrity question. If a man 
lays down in the bed with a woman, knowing the risk, engages in, in unprotected sex, get that woman pregnant, the woman keeps the child, and he walks away from that child, then that is a, that is a, a, a failure in character. That is a failure in integrity, and it is a moral failing, period. That's what it is. This has nothing to do with socioeconomic status does not e- e- equate to personal integrity. Thomas Jefferson, Lyndon Baines Johnson, William uh, uh, Bill, Bill Clinton, all three were presidents of the United States, the highest office in the land, and all three of them were deadbeat dads who sired illegitimate children. So what are you, what, what are you citing, citing graphs and, and, and empirical data for? To, to, to say what the socioeconomic status of a person is. That doesn't equate to their, per, to their personal character and integrity. That doesn't mean they're, they're incapable of being, of being a deadbeat father. So, you know, that's, that's, that's the implication there is that as if it's only men at the, at the bottom of the socioeconomic, uh, socioeconomic stratum that, that sire children and don't take care of them. Look at look Ray Carruth. Ray Carruth was an NFL player. He, was he a thug? Should, should, should she have chose better, or was or, or was he yeah. or was he operating from an amoral and immoral and an immoral um uh, uh, standpoint? So what are you talk What are you talking about, Mister Obsidian? I think you fail to comprehend, brother, the sociological and cultural context in which this debate is taking place. Because when we talk about single mothers, we're not talking about single mothers within a vacuum. There is a historical pedigree to single mothers. There's a historical pedigree to deadbeat fathers. There's a historical pedigree to this. We can go back and look and, and look throughout look through uh, the history of America and, and, and see this dynamic play itself out. And see what they want what they try and do is they try and pretend like abortion brought about some sea change in, in, um, the, in the dynamic of, of the sexual politics as it relates to, to, to motherhood and fatherhood. No, it didn't, because prior to the Roe v. Wade decision, men and women were getting abortions. And the fact of the matter is that even after the Roe v. Wade decision, abortion is, uh, abortion is most likely, is most oftentimes, a collaboration between the man and the woman. When we talk about abortion um, and, and the Roe v. Wade decision, the Roe v. Wade, all the Roe v. Wade decision did was define abortion as a civil liberty. That's it. So when we talk about a woman's right to choose, it is not talking about a woman's right to choose opposite the man. It's talking about a woman's right to choose opposite the state. Because the, the, the defendant in, 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 the, in that court case was the state of Texas. It wasn't the woman's uh, mate. You see? So I really think they failed to comprehend the scope of, of, of this issue when we talk about it. Uh, people were getting abortions before the Roe v. Wade decision. So that has, no, that has nothing to do with this. Then he mentioned something about Shotgun weddings, and he was talking about how shotgun weddings were where people were miserable. That, that is that is true. That is untrue. That is not true. Mm-hmm. Shotgun weddings has the the same rates of success and failure as regular weddings. 
So what? So so when he so when you made that assertion, Mister Obsidian, that is that is patently false, sir. You see, so what you what you what you really have is you have a lot of these men who are mad that they can't exert a double standard over women anymore. That's basically mm-hmm. what it is. That's what it is. They that's what it is. They they can't exert a double standard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That that's what that's what it is in the in the in the truest essence of in the essence of this debate. Yeah. And so, like I said, when we when we men fundamentally cre- create single mothers, you're you're fertile every day. So if and then not only that, if you get a woman pregnant and don't want the child, you're the one that's still going to be held accountable by the state because see the state really understands this stuff. See because as I stated before, as I told Bernie Bush and Jonathan, they have a sociological footprint that tells them if a father isn't in this child's life. All these adverse, all these adverse um, effects are going to take place and are going to burden the system. So that's how come they, that's how come they put your ass in jail if you don't pay because there is a moral component to it. There's mm-hmm. a moral component here that they that that these men want to ignore. Right. You see, and 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 as I said, as I just stated, that's why they say well the woman the woman control the woman is the gatekeeper of success. Basically saying it's a foregone conclusion that, that, that all you want is the sex. So it's your value system that creates the single mother if you mess around and get her pregnant. Mm-hmm. Because all you cared about was sex. You didn't care if she was, you didn't know if she was going to, what her position was when it came to her want, if she was going to, if she made a mistake and got, had an unwanted pregnancy or not. Because all you're thinking about is sex, brother. Right. You see what I'm saying? When, when you get the woman pregnant, you're not marrying her. The, the marriage rate for the, the marriage rate for uh, Black America is twenty nine percent. Men control marriage. Men control marriage. And then another thing too, he, he was talking about forty forty two percent of Black men are married, married, uh, unmarried, and childless. Can we please kill that lie? Pretty please. Can we pretty please with cherry on top kill that lie, Mister Obsidian? <laughs> who you think you who you think you running game on, bro? Right. When you look at the numbers and the way they aggregated the data, they within their survey in their in their sample, they started the age at fifteen. Right. At fifteen years old. Now the issue with that is when you go and you look at the the, the average median age of first time fathers who are black, the age is twenty four. So that means that the average black male doesn't have his first child till 24. But right. yet within, within this, this bogus stat that they keep, that they keep peddling, the, mm-hmm. the, the census bureau started, the, started the, the, the count at the age of 15. So you have, mm-hmm. a, you have, a, you have a, a teenage boy that, that's not, that has nine years to operate before, he, before on average he'll have his first child. So who do you think mm-hmm. you're running game on with that bogus stat? You right. have to come better than that. Now, mm-hmm. even with that stat, if you can't give me the stat of men, what's the percentage of men who deny paternity of their child? Do you have a stat on that? What's <laughs> the stat for the for the men who don't even know they have a child? Like I, I even heard Mr. I'm sitting and say that he he he's unmarried and doesn't have a child. How you know you don't have a child? <laughs> because if you've been sexually active with a woman, then it is entire it is entirely feasible and plausible that you got her pregnant, she had a child and, and never told you. 
So you could yeah. have a child and don't even know it. Yeah. Who you think you're running game on, bro? You, the, the, like I said, there's a reckoning coming within this gender war, and I think you're going to find out that Amiri Brown, Kenya White, and the, and the great liberators are the next big thing, and we're going to shift this entire culture. <laughs> All right, uh, call a 503. I'm bringing you on. Yeah, yeah, call a 503. Hello? Hey. Hello. Hey, this is Cynthia. Hey, what's up, Cynthia? <laughs> hey, how you doing? Good. I'm hoping some people, more people come in. I put it on Twitter um, to get pe- more okay. people to, you know, come in. So right. I, I've actually yes. listening, and, and, of course, you're you're covering a lot. Um, those people that you mentioned I'm actually familiar with. Um, okay. They have a whole little cluster of dusty logic where they just sit up and, and blame <laughs> black women for everything. But the thing of it right. is, is, just like you said, we have to accredit this to to these past so-called scholars and leaders in the, in right. the community um, right. who have based their narrative around black women being the villain as if black men have no control over their sexual orifices or anything or reproduction. And to me... Right. That just that that doesn't make sense. That mentality is very self-destructive. These are are things that I've been discussing on my channel, only to be attacked right. viciously. Right. Actually, um, yeah, we have a group of people who just really aren't willing to to face the truth um, of their their right. failures because I've I've always maintained that only a man can make a child fatherless. It doesn't matter what exactly. really, aside from the the mother killing the father. He has a choice mm-hmm. in whether he's he's in actively in his um, child's life or not. And the reality is a lot of these guys don't want to bear the responsibility of a child. That's We're right. overlooking hundreds of years where black men were being bred. Like that mm-hmm. that's the thing that everybody wants to talk about, you know, um, post-traumatic slave syndrome, but they're not talking about the fact that for hundreds of years, these men were just made to create children and not take care of them. What did that do to the psyche of the offspring of these people? Because a lot of mm-hmm. these men, they, they find it very offensive if you suggest right. that they should take care of a child that they've um, created. I've right. actually had some dudes sit and tell me that it's black women's fault because although he did choose to have sex, black the black woman didn't make him put on a condom and she didn't make him pull out. Yeah. I've heard a lot right. of men say that, but the thing about it is, is that if what a black man does is dependent upon what the woman allows or doesn't allow, then she's leading, he's following, and you are just emasculating yourself. You cannot blame the black woman for not being in your rightful position. If you give it away. Exactly. It's like these men are choosing. Like, for example, that man on um, Iyanla, who was the father of 34 children, and then he was getting happy because he found out one of them wasn't his. It's like, dude, that still leaves you with 33 children. Don't get happy. (laughs) 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 Really? But every, every dude who commented on that video went and said, who are these hood rats having sex with this man who's Mm -hmm. having children with 
17 different women. It's like, but you're assuming all of these women knew about the presence of them. You can speculate as to whether or not she knew he was with other women, but he knew Mm -hmm. that he was with other women. He knew he bothered all of those children. And even then he said he didn't see anything wrong with what he did. Hmm. Right. And, and, and you know what? That <laughs> is that is the prevailing the, the prevailing thought process with, with, within our, our society and within our culture today. And it goes back to what, you know, to when me and you did that, uh, did that, that show, Cynthia, it goes back to this this lack of accountability. They have a they there's a disconnection from the lack of accountability. And it's, it, it, it's, it's like there's a disconnection from from their semen. Like they don't understand that there's a human value to that. There's a human value to it. And because they'll actually, and I mean, like think, think about this. Like when we talk, when we start talking about Malcolm X and, and how that whole scenario went down, it's, it's like they killed him because he was, he was impeding their right to make bastard children. Um, Elijah <laughs> Muhammad to make bastard children. Like think mm-hmm. about like think because I was thinking about that earlier. Think about that thought process. How deep that is. It was it's like the same thing with with, with Ray Carruth when he killed. Um, he had his baby mother, you know, um, killed because he didn't want her to bring bring the child forth. But when you was in the act and having fun and having pleasure, you was you was all up in it. You wasn't thinking about that. But they'll sit mm-hmm. here they'll sit here and say things like the woman should choose better. No, you choose better. You choose mm-hmm. better. Because just like well, she can get pregnant, is, you could cause her to get pregnant. It's interesting because they'll tell her, they'll tell black women they need to choose better. But then when that better choice choice comes in the form of another race of man, then she's mm-hmm. told that she's a bad wench and she's a waste a race traitor. But the reality of it is, is we only see this dynamic. Um, in terms of a lack of responsibility for the children that, that, that's been created within the black male community. And that's not to say mm-hmm. that white men don't, you know, walk out on their children. They're the orig- original deadbeat dad. So we, we mm-hmm. wouldn't get that twisted. But they're not publicly um, advertising this vitriol towards women who simply want them to take care of the child that they create. And then some of them mm-hmm. will, will say, well, they need, they're having children out of wedlock, but they can't really tell you one thing that marriage actually guarantees because my mother had all of her children in wedlock and she still became mm-hmm. a single mother because there was a man there who who had more important things to deal with, like his drug addiction, than taking care of a family. So they're completely mm-hmm. discounting all of these things. They're simply mm-hmm. attributing it to the failure of the woman and her character. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and that, and that's what they do. They they use it as a as a as a moral device to to impugn the character of the woman. And and this is what I, and what I'm saying is it impugns your character too as the man. Because mm-hmm. see, and, and and that and that even goes back like to the to the earliest earliest stages of human development where the men the man was the hunter and the woman was the gatherer. Within that, there is an inherent ability to be able to assess risk. And mm-hmm. so that that is something that we that and this is how come I talk about a lot of these men being psychologically demanded. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they there's like a they they don't they, they throw all inhibition into the wind and then when the consequences of that come they have the nerve to be upset and appalled and shocked. And I'm like, are are you serious? <laughs> you know, are you serious? And that's why I said I... go ahead. 
I was going to say I, I often attribute the mentality and the the the, the um the aggression against taking accountability for their their actions to the reaction that white people have when you bring up their racism. Because when you bring up their racism, mm-hmm. they don't want to be held accountable for it. So they'll deflect and they'll say, well, what about black on black crime? Well, black, black people are killing right. each other. And they'll, all of these irrelevant things that, that really mm-hmm. are symptomatic of, of the system of white supremacy. So now you have it where black women are saying, well, look, we have some issues in the community. Our children um, are, are growing up without fathers. We have no male leadership. And then you have them responding the same way by saying, well, what about black women and welfare and feminism and all these things? Right. Like just the way that they responded to me on that panel that I did yesterday, where everybody mm-hmm. on there attacked me, for pointing out the truth. It's like you say you want liberation, but if you can't tolerate the truth and right. if you're not going to take account- accountability for what you are doing to cause destruction mm-hmm. in your own community, then how can you really be liberated? But they're not. They just want to be, they, they want to be coddled. I, I think it's mm-hmm. problematic exactly. when people don't, because we're not even discussing how they've gained this mentality to where they think that it is okay to create a child and not take care of it. It's like, where does that mentality come from where you think the woman bears all the reproductive responsibility, but then you want to turn around and say, submit to us and let us leave. Well, why am I submitting? I'm, I, so I'm sexually subjugating you and I'm dominating you sexually by making you put on a condom and making you pull out. But then when we're done, I'm submitting to you. Right. <laughs> exactly, and and then you know with with the implication being, well, you're the one that's gonna be stuck with a child, but then but then they the main ones on on Facebook, on social media, whining and complaining for child support, tearing that ass up, and that's why I tell them, pay your shit, yeah. pay your child support, because as a man, you were were very happy to be all up in between her legs. You were very mm-hmm. happy. You didn't care about nothing else at, at that moment. Now, when it's time to pay the piper, now you have a problem. And and, right. and 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 when I say these things, I'm coming from my moral compass. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My moral ethical compass that I operate with. Men take responsibility for the action. And see, when you know that and when you walk with that ethic, what it means is that you have to you have to curtail the way you behave sexually. And that's really what they have a problem with because, as I've stated before, many of these men filter their manhood through their sexuality because that's the way they've been socialized. They, they, this is this is and it all goes back to that the way that they are socialized from young, especially within the wake of uh, of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? And, and 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 pimp and Mac veneration because that's what we that's what they've been taught to conquer women. You get your JJ points up now. You know now now you're doing an automatic thing. You see what I'm saying? But there's a consequence to that. There's a hum, there's a human value to everything that you're doing when you're operating operating within that space with that uh with that state of mind. Um, we have a caller caller nine zero one. I'm gonna bring you on right quick. Yeah, caller. Hey y'all. Asia. Oh, who is this? Yeah, this is Asia. Hey y'all. Hey, What's up, Asia? <laughs> I know you got a lot to say on it. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know I do. So I just wanna say like I think it like I listened to the show yesterday with Sin and Zaza Lenium and everything. Mm-hmm. I think we have a you in our community with well, some of us have an issue with telling, calling the man out. When you listen to 
uh, a lot of people that speak for the black community, it's always about what a woman is doing wrong, what a woman mm-hmm. should and shouldn't be mm-hmm. doing. It's never any, hardly any accountability for the man. When the man right. is the one that be causing most of the problems, like, they, you know, that time they were talking about black women being the number one murders of black people because of abortion. Right. You know, I remember that, and nobody puts any accountability on the man, so I guess maybe the man is used to being, of his behavior being excused. Maybe that, that mm-hmm. could be what it is, but when you cut, when you hold a man accountable, it's like it's a fight. Just like the mm-hmm. other day when I made a post, uh, I quoted something from Rick Wallace. Rick Wallace said, this is a black man himself, he said, that the black man has to be accountable for what he has allowed to happen under his watch. Mm-hmm. And do you know who? Jesus. It went up. <laughs> that, but it just, that, that is accountability on the man's part. Rick Wallace says that mm-hmm. he feel like the man is responsible for what he has allowed to happen to his community. Right. Not the woman. He feel like it's the man. The man gets up, he makes all these babies. Anytime a man does something, it's always an excuse for it. It's always somebody running up to excuse his behavior. And I'm tired of that. That's why I stopped listening to a lot of people because now men feel like they don't have to take any accountability because Mm -hmm. somebody's going to always be there to excuse it. And I'm I'm tired of that. Right. And and they use use this idea... I'm sorry, go ahead. If a man get up here right now and rape a child, guess who fault it is? The mother. She should have kept the child mm-hmm. out of his way so the mm-hmm. man does not have to take responsibility to stop rape, raping children. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're right. I'm tired yeah. of it. We, we, we've made too many excuses. It's time to call the man to the front line. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that's, you know, I, you know, yeah, that's that's uh, absolutely true, and and see what they do is they they use this idea of women women being equal because that that's what they'll say where the, where the woman is equal the woman is what they have to do with anything as far as I'm concerned I, the, the woman is taking responsibility the woman is taking responsibility has no choice. this is this is about no single choice. mothers right this is about right. this is about single mothers and fundamentally mm-hmm. speaking because we live in a patriarchal society men create single mothers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Men create single mothers because yes, I've said that you you have that you have the option of 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 making of making her a wife. She doesn't have to. You decide if she's going to be a single mother or not. You knew what you was doing yes. when you hopped in that bed. Period. Yes, and you know and, what I'm and that's why I said a lot of them a lot of a lot of them operate with the, with that with that ethic of well, I'm a master key, so I'm opening a, I'm opening a lot of locks. You see oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. But then you got nervous uh-huh. to be surprised when when you when 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 you have a a a, a, a single mother rate as high as it is. Wow! Yeah, to me, I mean, look at, our, mar- look at our marriage rate. Yeah. Go ahead. To me, the man is the one that's making the poor decisions. I mean, a woman naturally wants a, a family, a man, but that mm-hmm. man has to give her that marriage or you know whatever it is that she wants. But a woman naturally wants it. Most women. Are not laying down with you just because. That's right. They like. uh, I mean, they want. They see potential. Something. To me, the men are the ones that don't value the women enough to marry them. To me, 
But then, right. but it, when you get on a conversation about a man doing anything wrong, it always turns into a woman. Just like mm-hmm. when we're talking about men molesting children, somehow the conversation turns into women are the child molesters. And, and sure enough, they can be, but that's not what this is about. The man cannot be told he's wrong. And that's, that's what, like, you'll never get nowhere if can't nobody, you know, criticize you or you get offended every time someone says something that you're doing wrong. But as long as you blaming women, everything is fine. Right. Right. I'm, I'm but you know tired what? of Go ahead. Right. Now, but this and and I said I think it, you know really what it is is it's a psychosis and let me let me just address Obsidian again because I remember something else he said he because he referenced Charizard Ali and he was talking about it. he said um, something to the effect of let's say that black men are black men are fifty percent responsible for the condition of of the black community then what's the black woman's percentage and I tell you right now the black woman's percentage is what maybe twenty percent. At the end of the day, every ill that we see taking place within our within our society, within uh, our social spaces and our social settings, is is the black man's fault because it is it is a reflection of him being dominated by another male group, and he has yet that's to effectively combat that. Saying. And that's and that's what I like I liked about what what you said um, on that panel. Cynthia, because you brought it down to the lowest mm-hmm. common denominator. We could talk about everything that we want to talk about. We could talk about the relationship issues. We can talk about the woman, what the woman doing, what the man doing. But everything is still going to go go back down to that. It's going to go back down to that. And and that's why I stated when you look at other oppressed people people's groups, the dynamics are the same as it relates to the family. The family dynamic is dysfunctional, and the reason why is because the oppression exerts extreme pressure on the male, on the man. And that's something that even that even Dr. Francis Cress Welsing, uh, Francis Cress Welsing referenced in her book because you'll even hear people like Tariq Nasheed who claims that Francis Cress Welsing is his idol. He'll he'll say that the the hood the hood or the community is a matriarchy. No, it is not. It is not a matriarchy. It is a failed patriarchy. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Because as as a male group, black men are dominated. We are the. As a matter of fact. We are the only dominated group on the planet. We don't run. We run no resources, none on the planet. We we have not been offered a seat at the global table of manhood. So every ill that we see within our communities, within our family dynamic, within our relationships, is a result of that reality. And until we deal with that reality, nothing is going to change. These things are just going to continue to play them, continue to play themselves out. Because that's something else I mentioned too when we start talking about. The, the the hypersexual the hypersex hypersex oversex black male the hypersex and oversex black male is actually a, a harbinger of him, of of the emasculated black male those things often go go hand in hand and this is why I said they use the black female body to gain that sense of masculinity and manly relevance because they're dominated by another male group. It's it's all within our psychology and within our psychosis. And see, and 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 so this is what you have going on. It's interesting, you know, that because you do you you are correct when you said you know three does always um, herald um, what I I forgot her name, Frances Cress Welsing. 
as his right. idol, but yet he skims over the part where she said that black men need to take accountability and black men, not black women, need to stand up um, to dismantle the system. So it's interesting how they'll right. pick and choose certain parts of it. And they'll, right. they will sit there and um, they'll mention, geez, I, I, I lost my train of thought. I simply, oh, yeah, they'll, they'll mm-hmm. mention um, Shahrazad Ali and what she mm-hmm. said, but there's also a video where she's encouraging black men to physically abuse black women in response to them verbally questioning them. So right. I don't think right. a woman who, who sits there and condones and suggests and promotes domestic violence should be taken seriously. That's, that's just the reality of, of what it is. She should not be taken seriously. And I, I understand why they're gravitating to her because, of course, she, her narrative um, relinquishes them of any responsibility from their actions. But when you right. have people claiming to be leaders of the community, um, specifically like Tariq, but he has videos out there, number one, encouraging black men to go and be in relationships with or be and re- date the product of a white female black male relationship. And also sitting mm-hmm. there with a narrative of, we can talk about absentee fathers, but single mothers need to be held accountable. Well, what are single mothers being held accountable for? Are they being held accountable for staying and taking care of a child when the man <laughs> refused to? It's like, exactly. what exactly it, would they be taking yeah, accountability for? Being a single for? mother is taking accountability to me. Exactly. exactly. Being a exactly. single and, mother and that's why is I always taking ask accountability. Them. Right. And, and that's why I ask them, okay. Tell me in what way you're being held accountable that she isn't. What do you mean? See, what they really want, what these men really want is they wanted to go back to the way it used to be, where you could make a child, get up, and, and, never, and, and never have to hear, hear from it or see about it again. You see what I'm saying? That's what, but, they, that's what they really want because that is the historical precedent and the historical context that this debate is raging in. This is what men would all do. under the guise of nation building. But they're, but they're talking about nation exactly. building. Though. Why do you nation build? With absentee fathers, that doesn't make any sense. And right. how can we? Exactly. How can you be talking about? <laughs> this is what gets me. How can you be talking about uh, uh, single mothers and saying that you want better for your community, and then say, "Well, she didn't make me wear a condom." So, if you, <laughs> to me, <laughs> men, to me, they want to be leaders. But they want the woman to take the blame for all the wrong things that they do. I'm the right. leader, but when I mess up, it's your fault. So that means right. she's expected to, if she got to make you push, make your wrong butt put on a condom, that means that she has to control your nut, not you. Mm-hmm. She's expected to do yeah. that also. Right. And, and, and you know what? Is, and, and, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to make this, this one point. The thing is, there would be a way to figure out if the the, the issue of absentee um, absentee fathers is, is reflective of the woman or the man. And you could do that simply by assessing the data, because the reality of it is, is the data says that when black men go to other races of women, they have a higher mm-hmm. rate of absentee fathers than when they're with black women. <laughs> So that wouldn't be reflective of an issue with black women. That would be reflective of an issue with black men and their mentality with regards to taking care of their their, um, responsibility when they create children. Because you have a very high rate of absentee black fathers as it applies to 
black men and white women. You also have a, a high rate of absentee fathers as it applies to black men who um, create children with Asian women and non-Hispanic black women. So it's like wh- wherever these men go, they're creating absentee fathers. That's not reflective on that black woman because you're doing the same thing. Reg- regardless of the woman, your behavior is still the same. There was a dude that sat up mm-hmm. here and said, oh, he likes Asian women because an Asian women, woman will make him pull out. Well, clearly that's not an effective method if you have Asian <laughs> single mothers who have children by right. black men. <laughs> right. But right. when exactly. we going to be honest as a community and, and, and just say that uh, a lot of these men have a problem with accountability, this is why mm-hmm. a lot of them hate black women because they know with us comes responsibility, and they hate that. Right. right. And you know what? And it's not. I think. I think it's deeper than that. I really think we we fail to comprehend the psychological implications of it. And that's how come I said I was going to put that presentation together, um, called the uh, the psychologically demand uh, black male, because mm-hmm. it says a lot about your your sense of self self worth that you'll run up in a you'll run up in a woman without a condom. I mean, apart from causing a pregnancy, let's look at the other. The, the risk that you're taking with, with just your health and with your life, you see. And so yep. because one, one thing we do know as black men within the system of white supremacy is that the price of our life is cheap, you see. Yeah. So there's a whole so psychological thing going on with, with that too where they don't even – because if you – like check this out. If you know that there's a, there's a chance you can cause a pregnancy that you don't want, and that this woman could keep the pregnancy and put you on child support and make your life even harder. Why would you take that risk if you have if you have any hope for your future? A lot of the a lot of these men that that participate in this behavior have no sense of self worth. They have no sense of hope for the future. I mean, and, and and like I said, to a certain extent, it goes back to the scholars in the way they conceptualize uh, the black the black male's existence within the system of white supremacy. And and I characterize it this way. And I, the reason why I characterize it this way is because I have to, because if I, if I don't characterize it this way, then, then it, it could, it can get to you, but I characterize it like this. I am, I am not trapped in a world with white supremacy. White supremacy is trapped in a world with me. And that is this, and that is the psych, the psychology we have to use as black men, as we navigate within a hostile environment. And I think I, I think what it speaks to when we talk about the men who engage in this who engage in this reckless reckless behavior, they have no sense of self self worth and no hope for the future. And so that and so that's something that has to be um, that has to be looked at too. But I'm happy to let you go, Asia, because we have another call. Okay. Bye, y'all. But I appreciate I appreciate you Bye, calling. Bye, Asia. Up. Thank you for calling. Oh, you're welcome. Have a good one, y'all. Ah, uh, that was a long one. All right, call it. Call it eight one three. Hi, how are you doing this evening? Hey, how you doing? Hello. I am doing well. Um, uh, I think this is maybe the second or the third broad podcast rather that I've listened. Um, mm-hmm. and I keep shaking my head. And I keep, you know, scratching my head. And you know, you brought up some points with men lacking self worth and self esteem enough. You know, I've gone through that. Anytime mm-hmm. that you allow someone to dictate your life, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you are no longer in control of that. Right. Right. Anytime you let a thing dictate what mm-hmm. you do and how you govern yourself, you are mm-hmm. no longer in control. That's right. And and so we're we're you know, I, I kept trying to figure out what do we do, what do we do? And so like I said, I'm part of um women who are divesting. We're no mm-hmm. longer looking for men to even do it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm telling women you, you wanna lower the um STI and disease rate in your community, you mm-hmm. insist on a condom or you don't give them anything at all. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, you don't go back to that one because that particular person, if he insists that you not wear, that he not wear a condom, mm-hmm. he is telling you that he does not care about your physical safety and your emotional mm-hmm. well-being. He just, he, right. that is what he's saying. So, I'm telling women be accountable. If they do not mm. do it, because it's 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 evident that they cannot quote help themselves. They cannot, you know. And and for the men who say, well, if you know, Asian women will make us pull out. You a grown ass man. Why the hell does a grown ass woman have to tell you exactly to pull out to put on a? Who, you're you're not in control. You're a child. Mm-hmm. So apparently you're telling us you, you, your children. I don't want to be with a child, okay? Right. So okay. It, it's been incredible that how I've been saying men will, you know, be on my Facebook page. Well, sisters need to, y'all need to do this. And I said, yeah, yeah, you agree. You're, you're, you're right. I agree. So what I'm telling sisters not to do is fuck you. They ain't gonna give you nothing. <laughs> you ain't getting no pussy. How about that? Yeah, they, they don't want to hear women. that. We ain't playing with you. We ain't playing with y'all. Y'all ain't getting this cat. Y'all mm-hmm. ain't getting this cat unless you prove it. Unless you, you're faithful, without mm-hmm. proof, without protection, without provision, you ain't getting this cat. And they, I'll be damned if they ain't mad about that. Yeah. Now, how the hell? Black women are the only women on the face of this planet that will be penalized for doing exactly what the black men tells them to do. Hard to do. Exactly. You tell us not to do it. Exactly. You tell us it's our fault. You say, okay, so then I said, let me flip this. Me and uh, other sisters, okay, let's flip it. Okay, so it's our fault. So you're not going to get it. Mm. We want to be married. Right. We want and, you and, to and have jobs that. that are stable. Mm-hmm. We're going to look in your background. We're going to look at your daddy, your daddy, daddy, your daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and if we right. see that a, we see a string of their asses that's been in prison, more than likely because it, you don't even have to be a scientist to figure that out. That if you have a baby with this fool right here, he has a genetic trait that says that he is irresponsible, and he's going to end up giving you. You want to have a child with a man like that? Mm. And then they get real quiet. We not right. gonna be your side hoes no more. <laughs> Matter of fact, if we in a relationship with you and we find out you're married and you have a woman, we feel that it is our responsibility not to only divest but to tell the woman that you're with because apparently you have shown no responsibility and no respect and no regard for that woman's body. We need to look, sis. This man, such as I don't know, he he didn't get me, thank goodness, but he might be getting somebody else, and you might want to check yourself. 
Mm. Because we act, one of the things that boggles the mind, I asked him, when's your last STD test? Forget about an STD test. Black men don't even go to the doctor. You're right. Don't You're even right. go to the doctor. Yeah. So they can have a disease and not know it. Well, I don't have anything. Right. I said, do you know what being asymptomatic is? No, you don't. Right. So you can have something and not show any symptoms. To it. That doesn't mean you right. don't have it. That doesn't mean that the disease or the dysfunction or whatever is not present. Right. So my my my, my I'm just confused. Even though I'm telling, I, you know, I spent yesterday with this man. Well, women need to. I said, brother, I hear you. We not gonna do it no more. Well, you gotta understand. I said, you gotta understand that you gonna be one of them brothers who ain't gonna get no pussy. <laughs> you gonna be one of them brothers because you talk about choose better. When they say choose better, they they they're they're trying to go to woman and push her to the edge, saying, "Ah, you should have chose me because I'm a good guy." But when we mm-hmm. say we gonna choose better, that means that your ass may not get chosen. That's right. Mm-hmm. right. You may not get chosen. So now I'm telling sisters, put the power back in your hand and take control over your womb. Mm. I hear Get you, up. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't you know let what, them put what, nothing in you. Don't let them waste your time. Don't let them waste your resources. Do not date these men who are in prison, coming fresh out of jail. No, no, don't date them. Don't bring them in your house. Don't do it. Oh, yes. Do not date these fools just getting out of prison. <laughs> Hell yeah. no. Don't bring them right. in your house. Especially with your children. That's right. And do an extensive background check and do more vetting. See, now mm-hmm. you said that you can't help it and you need sisters to help you. Well, brother, I'm so glad you said that because we've been to help you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've been to right. help y'all. Okay? Yeah. All right. We, yeah, we, we've been there. All right, you got another caller. Uh, call, 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 Jonathan. Yeah, what's up? What's, hey, what's up, man? Hey, hey, what's going on, Kenya? What's going on, Mary? What's good with y'all? Nothing much. Uh, we, we got a guest in here tonight. We got we got Cynthia G in here. Oh, hey, Cynthia, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, thank you. All right, so what's your, what what what's your thoughts on the, on the, on the, on it, Jonathan? I think you're the first male to call in. I see they've been they, they've been on my they've been on my YouTube videos all day talking junk. Oh, I told them call up down down never call up call up. Call, call oh no, up. I mean what I please call I mean, up. What I gotta say about the subject is basically it's all come down to accountability. Men gotta uh, protect their seed, protect their legacy. You know they should they should right. understand that their legacy means so much to them, and you can't just give them. You keep giving your seed to different women. You know, right. maybe having your seed, your your legacy scattered in different states, or different mm-hmm. women who don't have your last name. You know, that's right. Yeah, it starts right. with us. It's first, it starts with the man. You know, we're the one that that contains, that have the seed. We're the one to give it to her, and she give and she reproduce what what we give her. So. We have to make sure that we're protecting ourselves at all times. It doesn't matter what she's doing. As men, we have to be accountable. And you know, it's funny right. how every other aspect of life, you have to be accountable, whether you're at a job, whether you're working, whether you're going to the DMV, um, whether you're going to the doctor, whether you're going to the dentist, you've got to have certain paperwork. But for some reason, mm-hmm. 
when it comes down to uh, sexual inter- intercourse, we don't want to have we don't have condoms on us, and that's irresponsible. Right. No, that's not an excuse right. for us not right. to have what we need. And like I said, we're gonna go to work. We're gonna have our badge. We're gonna have uniform on, but mm-hmm. we get we're, we're getting involved with a woman. We're not gonna have uh, condoms on us. Like that's that's irresponsible. Right, right. And I'm you, saying with, oh, my fault. Um, I'm saying you know what? With, and, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, finish your comment. My fault, my fault. No, I'm just saying, and also with women, if he doesn't have condoms on him, then that's irresponsible. Then this is not a guy I need to be laying down with because clearly he doesn't value himself. He doesn't value his health, and you don't know what he has. So this that's that's a that's a red flag to me. But go on. Right, but you know what though, this and this is the thing too. When like when we look at the when we look at the single mother rates and the out of wedlock child rates, we have to realize that that is only a portion of the sexual activity that's going on. Because mm-hmm. believe it or not, black women use contraceptives in, at higher rates than, than white women do. The problem is is that the contraceptives that black women tend to use are, are often less effective because there is a social economic component to this when we, when we start talking about uh, unwanted pregnancies and unplanned pregnancies. White women have better access to health care than what black women do, which again goes back to the subjugated position of, of the man, of us as black men as a group. See, so these things are, are, are often multi-layered and, and complex, and there's always a microdynamic that's operating. This is how come a lot of times um, black women will get, they'll get their primary medical care from Planned Parenthood or from, like, you know, from, from, from abortion clinics. Like, that's where they'll get their, um, their contraceptives and stuff from, and those contraceptives are um, oftentimes less effective than the contraceptives that white women have access to. And not only that, the condom is actually one of the least effective uh, forms of contraceptives there is. Do, do we even realize that? Oh, wow. Do we even realize that? Right. And see, mm-hmm. and that's why I said it, uh, it, uh, it's, it's going, because you know what? Check this out. W.E.B. Du Bois, I think back in 1908, he did a study of the Negro family even at that time. Now, guess why he did it? Guess what prompted W.E.B. Du, W.E.B. Du Bois to do this study? He did the study because the even then black men found it found it impossible to control their sexual behavior, and so in in his study he did a study of the Negro family and he and he was he was trying to figure out did it harken back to the to the uh, the practice of polygamy that goes back to Africa, and I, I forgot the name of it. it's the Negro family in America I can't remember the name of it but that that is what prompted him to do that to do that study but it's not that. It is the fact that we are dominated. There's a, there, there's a sense of emasculation there, and so because we have we don't have rites of passage as 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 black men and black boys coming up, we u- we use the black female body to gain that. This is what we're doing. You see what I'm saying? This is what do, what we're doing. And matter of fact, even in her book, I think that was yeah, Shahrazad Ali in her book, The Black Man's Guide to Understanding the Black Woman. She she was she you know she was. Talking and she and she said it's not uncommon for him to have 300 sex partners. You see what I'm saying? So if mm-hmm. that is the, the 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 pedigree of men that we're dealing with, how do we how do we think we're going to ever have a functional family dynamic? 
excuse me, because the bottom line is this, is that whatever you condition the body for, that is what it's going to crave. So if you condition mm-hmm. the, and it, because that's something that, you know, that, that, that Tariq says, you know, you got to go through your whole phase, you got to go through your player phase. It's not a phase. Whatever you condition the body for, it's going, eventually it's going to crave that. You see what I'm saying? And so these, yeah, are, these are things that we have to, have to get to, too. These issues are very uh, uh, intricate, and that's why I was, you know, addressing uh, Obsidian, and I was talking about, you know, saying how he doesn't have the, the sociological chops to even, to even deal with me on this issue. You know what I'm saying? And he, he can get his chin checked, too. You know, but I, I'm going to let you go with that, Jonathan, because we, we actually got a couple of other callers in here. Okay, appreciate the call. Okay. All right, well. All right, caller one of them. You know what's really on. interesting? Okay, go ahead. Hold, hold on one second, Tim. Uh, caller one eleven. Okay. Hello. Hello. Yeah. 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 Can, can, can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Okay, uh, my, my name is Big J Triple X here, and I, I got I got a problem with, with, with what you're saying. See, uh, okay. it's it, it, you know. What you're doing is telling half the story, not not all the story. You're not okay, taking into account. You're not taking account that that about how how this gynocentric uh, policies that certain people take advantage of for hurting men. And I, I keep on hearing this thing in the chat room on, on your channel talking about old Mictowism is a is a white. Is made by white people and black people, or no, a black man created his name was Barbar. He's on you on YouTube now. On, okay. on, let's let's really talk about this. What 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 men are really pissed off about? I'm talking about on, uh-huh. on the outset. You got certain laws and certain in and certain books and writings saying that men shouldn't count and men are disposable. Men should be treated as disposable. That that is reason why why you see a lot, a lot of men pissed off about because some of them are being treated as disposed disposables despite mm-hmm. despite despite their race. So mm-hmm. uh, what are black men doing that that makes it? What are the what are they doing substantially to where they wouldn't be disposable though? That that's the thing. You're you're not looking. You're not talking about it within the context of the the system that we're in. And most people don't. They mm-hmm. they speak about it as if we're not in a system of white supremacy and all things are equal. The system of uh, white, white supremacy renders black men obsolete and unneeded. So that's what you're not you're not understanding. And then we're within that context where they're not really providing anything that will make them need it. So what are they providing mm-hmm. to where we would need them? Oh, uh, who, 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 who's, who's I'm talking to? Cynthia. Cynthia G. Well, Cynthia. Yes. Well, well, here here's the thing, Cynthia G. Uh, some things are not even being being uh stated stated by 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 the media and uh and to blame everything on white supremacy i think i think that that is all that that's that's a cop cop out on on, on some on some le- levels because there are black men doing what they're they're supposed to be doing you got, such you got what? Stats. Such you what? Have some stats right now hold on you got you got some misnomer stats talking about black men are not are not are not in in their kids' lives. 
Well, we don't. We don't need stats. We can look. We don't uh, need stats. We can look at the condition of the community. We really don't need stats. How, uh, how do you need can, stats? Can, can, can I, can, you can, can just finish, look at the community. Can I finish what I got to say, ma'am? Can I finish what I got to say? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I apologize. Go ahead. Okay. 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 I, I, okay. I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm in enemy territory. I know. I know. I'm not. I'm not going to be treated <laughs> fairly on each other. That's all right. Go ahead. What you got to say? Because the, the thing check is, though, coming. Huh? I said, go ahead. Say what but, you got to say. But the thing is, you got these publications since, since, since the beginning of time that saying, black men, you ain't shit. Ebony Magazine, <laughs> 1953, saying the same thing. You ain't shit, black, black men. Mm. Fuck, fuck, fuck uh-huh. the white men and, 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 and black people talk about the communication. Where where are the niggas ain't shit publications, brother? Cite your source. Uh, uh, Ebony Jet, uh, Ebony Magazine, nineteen fifty four. Uh, <laughs> Jet Magazine, nineteen spring of nineteen fifty four. Uh, uh, it, I I I, I was okay. to call Monday, brother, but I got brother. all my facts, but uh, but you caught brother. me at a bad time tonight. But anyway, brother. but you got but you got these got got these publications. Uh, like root.com and shout out to the black men on black Twitter that call out root root.com on that bullshit. Well, hold, on, hold on, hold on, let me ask you this, big. Let me ask you this, big J Triple X. Let me let let me ask you this: is is there is there anything that that black men as a collective need to be doing that we aren't doing? I yeah. mean, can can we really can yeah. we really sit here and yeah. say that we're doing everything we need to be doing? Because, uh, because no, to, no, what black, it seems to me is that there's there's a there's a certain level of, of of black male fragility going on, and I don't and I don't think it's benefit. Because check this out, Obsidian said this. This is what Obsidian said. Obsidian said that only twenty four percent of black men fit into the stereotypical uh, deadbeat caricature, right? Why would you? Why would he say that as if that isn't significant? As if that twenty four percent doesn't put a burden on the other 75% that's doing what they're, that's doing what they're supposed to do. So instead instead of us looking at alleviating uh, or holding that 24% accountable, we want to try and put it off on the on the women and, and just say well it's the woman just choo- the woman just choosing bad. When the 24% are causing the problem. See, this is how this is how social social and cultural pathologies exist and function. It doesn't have to be a majority of people, but we know it's enough people. You see what I'm saying, and 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 and, and, I, and so I, I I already know where brothers coming from because there has been the stigma that says that black men aren't shit. But what we shouldn't do to combat that is give a pass to those black men who aren't shit. We should hold them accountable. Thank this you. Is what, this is what I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah, but, we should not let. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna let you reply. Hold on. Hold on. We should not let our black male identity serve as camouflage for those for those black men who are not doing what they're supposed to do. And the reason mm-hmm. why is because if as black men and we and we're all facing the same hostile system and we're doing what we're supposed to do, why you can't do it. This That's is what right. I don't understand. You see what I'm okay. saying? This, uh-huh. this is why I said there has to be a higher standard of manhood in these mm-hmm. communities. And when we have that higher standard of manhood within these communities, then there'll be no question that that that, that as a black male collective, we are about shit. But when you sit okay. here and you and you cake for the twenty four percent that ain't shit, you make you, you make that that um assessment appear true, brother. Now go ahead and say what you gotta say. 
Oh well, well, I wasn't trying to racialize this thing, but let's but let's let's go ahead and do it because okay. I ain't trying to do do that right. uh, every that that that, that predictable uh, talking point. But I'll, I'll do it right now for for the night. You said okay. I don't. I, I can care less about what Osidi Ali, Muammar Sidi Ali thinks at this moment. I speak for myself. First of all, okay. you are absolutely right. Black men do need need. need. So the problem with with black men is that they think with their dick, not with the head on their shoulders. That, that, that's part of the problem. But at the same time, I'm not going to allow to to bash black men at the, uh, I mean, up, uplift, uh, trying try to tell black men, bash black men while, while sitting there excusing the fuckery on, on the other end. You can't, you, you, if you're going to call out one, you got to call out the other two. And, that, mm-hmm. and that is what some of us who are under the age of 35 see. You know, and, and, and we and we and we see who is getting away with it and who is not getting away with it. Mm. If you if you don't understand that, I don't tell you, sir. Uh, but I, I mean, uh, I, I like mean, I would have to ask you like, like, like we're not all in the same age group, though. You say that like we're not all in the same age group. I'm, How old I'm, are you? I'm, can, I ask, can I ask a, a question, though? Why is it yeah, that we can't have any conversation about what black men are doing um, without someone bringing black women into it? Because first they'll sit there and say, well, you need, well, we need black women to come in and let us lead. But then whenever it comes to talking about the problems in the community, mm-hmm. all of a sudden we get on equal footing. And then it becomes, oh, black women and black men are equal. Okay, well, well, people don't submit well, to their equal. They, they don't do that. So Cynthia. that doesn't, doesn't make any Cynthia. sense. But Cynthia, right. Cynthia, Cynthia, doing that, doing that straw man argument, do not work on me. I'm sorry. That that that, that what you're trying to do that doesn't work work on me. Uh, <laughs> and that so, is, hold on. First of all, no, okay, no, no, let me let me say this because you, uh, because no, I listen like you, I listen to you talk and I didn't say anything. I listen to you talk and I didn't say anything. Hold on, hold on, let her talk. I don't so, want to have, yeah, I don't you want to have to give me you. the same respect because I listen to you speak and, and then you're, you're sitting here cutting me off. It's not a straw man argument. That's first and foremost. And I think that people really need to educate themselves on terms that they like to use. It is not That's a straw right. man argument to point out a contradiction. <laughs> okay. Because you have a lot of black men who are, I was just on a panel with black men talking about submission. So I already mm-hmm. know that this mm-hmm. is a real life thing. Don't sit there and dismiss it as if they're not asking for sum- submission and talking about mm-hmm. leadership. You cannot Thank in you. one breath say that you're a leader, and then in the next breath, when we talk about failures in the community as it relates to black mm-hmm. men's actions, you don't get mm-hmm. to then bring up, well, what about black women? Because then you're making her your equal, and equals do not submit to each other. That's just the reality. Yeah. When people well, submit, well, they well, submit well, to well, a leader, well, they well, don't well, submit well, to well, the well. equal. I'm not, I'm not done, though. I'm not done. The reality of it is, is that you can say whatever you want to. Black men have control over their own dicks. You are not suitable right. for leadership if you are not even able to lead your dick into a condom or to some kind of contraception to prevent having children that you claim that you don't want. This is yes. a problem when whenever someone brings up what black men do, they throw a fit like a child. That is very problematic. Mm-hmm. Nobody's doing it other than you. You're saying that you're not these dusty beta males, but you keep advocating for them. If you're not a dusty beta male, shouldn't you be on our side calling these dusty beta males out so that you're not judged in accordance to their behavior? That's right. Uh, Okay. Well, Cynthia G., I guess, though, you don't know me well. So let me tell you this, Cynthia. There are videos by me calling out black men. But I'll be damned if I'm going to allow a gynocentric 
propaganda spewed as well. Do you understand that? I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> how is it propaganda? Like, no, 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 no. no. You might call I might call out men, but I'm not I'm not gonna do that for you. I ain't doing that for you. I, I didn't I'm ask you to. I don't need you to for me. And I didn't ask you to I really didn't ask you to. That's the thing. But guess what? Then why, then why are you asking this, Cynthia? Why are you sitting there asking? And here is here is no, the no, no, I'm actually no, asking when, when, why are you making this? Why are you asking in. about black women when uh, we point out a, a uh, thing no, about black uh, men? That's what I'm asking. I'm asking you know, why are you, you deflecting you know, you know, black you know women? That's what I'm asking. You know what I noticed? I never have deflected. I was asked a question to Mr. Brown. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to Mr. Brown man on man. So I don't know why though. Why do you see the need to come at me? Well, she, oh, and you started talking about women. Oh, she, no, she's my guest, but hold on. I'm talking. I'm trying to break something down here for, for, for Mr. Brown, so me and Mr. Brown can have an understanding. We're okay, about so, okay, got a second. I'm gonna have to let you. you go in a minute. I got I got other callers. Okay, okay, break it down right quick, Big J. You have a history, but you, but you know what? You know what? I call I call in on, on, on your Monday night show because I know what's going to happen. People going see. Five minutes ago, when I first called on this show, Iman, I talked about black men, right? And I talked about black men, black, black men, black men that think with their dick, not the head on the shoulders. I did say that, right? Then why, then why uh-huh. did Cynthia G still turn around and, and put words in my mouth that I never even said? <laughs> you see that? That's that, 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 that anti-male, I hate men so you don't, type of rhetoric. So you didn't start talking about. about black women? It's like you started talking about black women. What are you talking about? Oh, oh, oh. Mr. Brown, master this again, Mr. Brown. Didn't I say something about black men think think with the tip of their dick and not the head on shoulders? Didn't I say that when I first called in? I don't think you said that when you first called in. I don't don't remember saying. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, really? Tell you what, 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 Big J. The show gonna be uploaded on YouTube momentarily, but just call up Monday. Just call up Monday because no, I got other no, calls. No, no, but here is here is thing, Mr. Brown. The problem is, okay. I just got lied upon when I first called in. She's still gonna flip the strip on me, even though I said, even though I said, even though I was bringing her about the. She still went in and accused me of well, why are you taking up for the bomb? Never said I did. So you said that you, you caught yourself in a lie, and you and you and whatever happened in your your real life, don't sit there and try to put that on every other man man on YouTube or in real life. That's all I got to say. Real talk, real truth. I'm done. All right, brother. He's angry for no reason, and 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 he talking about you know whatever happened in my real life. I, I you know what what ha- you know what happened in my real life when I saw. That child, Tamir Rice, get blown away like that by that police officer. You have, and and this is the this is the truth that nobody wants to talk about. And I don't care what I don't care what the stats are. It's too many, too many black ass men running around here that are weak and they are not on their job and they have abdicated their duties and their responsibilities to their families. Period. That is the elephant in the room that nobody wants to talk about. That is the that is that is the major problem right now fa- facing black uh, black America America within the 21st century. And as I stated before, the, the the male and female group 
that is the most in unison are going to be the group that rise to the top within this coming demographic shift. That is the issue. That is the issue. Too many, too many men are, are not on their job. And, and you know, I even, I even made a post about that today, Cynthia, on Facebook. I said, if I said black men wondering where, where the myth of the absent black father, father come from, I said it came from them because they've been lying talking about they was put out the home. You weren't, you, 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 you weren't uh, put out the home. You devalue black women and you devalue marriage to black women. Let's, let's keep it a buck fifty. And you overvalue casual sex. Not for us. That's this the, what's really the, going on. The interesting thing is, as I recall, his opening statement was, why are you guys bashing black men when there's a number of different publications where black women said that men ain't shit? As I recall, that was literally yeah, his opening right, statement. Right, so right, it's really right, funny. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah, it's like he came in comparing himself to, to women. It's like nobody mm-hmm. can – no, how is it that we can't, we can't discuss anything without him saying, well, without any black men saying, well, well this is what black women did. Why are you telling right. us about what happened in the 60s when we weren't born in the 60s? So it's like with that, exactly. that, that can't be your every deflection. Like that, that it right. Exactly. And, and then the stat of saying that it's only 25% of black men, that can't possibly be true. Because most people that you talk to who is black, they're going to say they've never known a black person who had a family, a father at home. So it couldn't possibly right. be 25%. When you have other data saying that 73% of of, of black children are growing up in homes with no father. So where they're getting this 25% from, and then if it is only 25%, then explain to me why the 75% of black men who are raising their children are ineffectively raising them. Because we have some huge issues, clearly. So that's even a bigger issue if these men are raising these children. Another issue. Exactly. Because, you know, that's what they say. And that's why I say they they own lives done caught up with them because they'll – They'll sit there and say single mothers are, are 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 the cause of the destruction in the community. Then they'll turn right around and talk about the CDC said we're the most involved fathers. We're the most involved. You know what I'm saying? Well, how can both of those that that is a contradiction? Another that, problem, is, that is a blatant contradiction. Go ahead. Another problem with the stats that they like to quote is that they talk about the percentage of men out here making single mothers versus the number of men who are married, as if those married men aren't some of the fathers of these single um, mothers. Exactly. Exactly. You know, having making a bunch of single mothers and then settling down with one woman after you have right. contributed to the problem that you complain about, you know, that's, right. those it, guys are hiding within those statistics as well. Exactly. And I, cause I even said that on that live video, I said they have offsite children then they'll they'll be around it. They'll be on the other side of the town somewhere with a with a with a gainfully employed, stable, viable viable black woman, and she and she's mm-hmm. helping support them. I know I know men like that. Right. I know men like that. You see what I'm saying? I know men like that. And, and the fact of the matter is that that uh, men, traditionally speaking, with, with within American society, control marriage. So we can look at the marriage rate and, and see that there's a direct correlation between the marriage rate and the single mother rate. See, because people have always had sex. People, like when you go back and you look at the number, we are not having more premarital sex now than we were then. The, the numbers are, rel- are relatively the same. What's different is that we're not getting married. Right. And men, are, and men control marriage. And, and, you know, I remember, I remember when I made that post, Kenya, and a lot of the black mm-hmm. men got butt hurt, but... Black men in the 1950s, 
were twice as like were, were twice as likely to not get married than black men in the 1940s, and black mm-hmm. men in the 1960s were twice as likely to not get married as black men in the 1950s. So this mm-hmm. this is uh, something that has been been devolving. Not only that, um, when you when you go back and you look at the numbers, and I I have the sources, I have the books. Mm-hmm. Um, when when you go to the lower socioeconomic uh, stratum, white people were actually outpacing black people in out of in out of wedlock child rates. Mm. They were outpacing us. But as you go up as you go up higher on the socioeconomic economic um, stratum, it changes, and black people start having. The, the higher hour of wedlock child rates, which indicates to me that the more money and more viable a black man becomes, the more he wants to be, he wants to play the field. You see, mm-hmm. that is what that indicates to me. The more he wants to, he wants to play, you know what I'm saying? And, and run through women. And that's how, and that's why you see that shift like that because a poor man don't have the money to carouse with a bunch of women because he, as we mm-hmm. all know, it take money to it take money to womanize. You see what I'm saying? So there, there so there, there's a there's a a, a a values issue going on here, and that's how come I said it goes back to our value system. It is the value system that we operate with, and these are things that have been ingrained within our social cognition and psychology as black men. We haven't because that's what I was talking about black women choosing thugs, as if we've been venerating. Scientists as black men, we were right there. We was right there venerating the thug too. So how mm-hmm. so how how you gonna blame her for for being attracted to what you're attracted to as a man? You see what I'm and saying? There are so, so the entire way to talk about this issue was disingenuous. Go ahead. But there's a, a ton of recent. That that's why I. It's funny because on that panel I was gonna bring up. I was gonna bring up one issue, but I didn't have the opportunity to because apparently I was just getting attacked. But I was going to bring up the fact that a lot of these issues that, that black men complain about in black women in terms of their behavior, they're actually promoting. So, mm-hmm. I mean, because they, they do promote thugs, they do promote hood rats, they promote thoughts, they promote fake body parts, they promote fake hair, and right. all, of, all of those things they complain about. They complain about single mothers, but they're creating them. They're complaining mm-hmm. about out of wedlock and low marriage rates, but they're not marrying people. So it's right. like you can't complain about the issues that you keep causing, that that doesn't make any sense. And then when you bring it up, and then it becomes a personal attack of, oh, you just hate black men. Similar to a four-year-old child that whenever you punish it, it's going to say you're mean and you just hate me and all these other things. It's, it's the same way they do that. If I hated black men, I will look, turn a blind eye to their self-destructive behavior. That's just a reality because you don't try to point out destructive behavior to get people to stop engaging in it if you hate them. You can't be sitting here having this vitriol for black women, telling them to choose better, but then complaining about the swirling movement. And complaining about the right. crystal and carrots who's out here saying, okay, well, these men clearly don't want you. They don't want to step up as a father. They don't, don't want to commit. So go to another race of men. Then you get called the same thing. But whatever mm-hmm. it is, anytime you do something that gears towards black men modifying some behavior, then it, it, mm-hmm. it becomes a, you're, you're personally attacking them. It's like nobody's personally attacking you, but the reality of it is why are you on this phone 
whining and crying about some dusty beta males that you supposedly are not a part of. That doesn't even make mm-hmm. any sense. Exactly. I'm not gonna go complain. I'm not gonna go sit up somewhere and defend Amber Rose's slut walk when I'm saying I don't want no parts of that. I don't even want myself to be associated. But then I'm out there advocating for it. That that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. Makes no right. sense. Right, and um, we we have we have another caller, caller three one four. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, caller three one four. How you doing? Hi, yes. Um, I'm curious as to why um, men love to talk about women wanting thugs, but they also like the female equivalent, which are sluts. Mm. Why is oh, yeah. it that women are not allowed to like thugs, but they like sluts? Right. Right. But you know what? And that's that's something I said too before. I, I, I said men love. Men and excuse my my language, ladies, but men love hoes until they get them pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We love we we love hoes until they get pregnant. When they get pregnant, right. then, it's, then then it's a problem. And this is like I said the other night on our um on the show on the show, Cynthia. I said that the real issue is that as men, we we've demoralized our women and children, and we've demoralized mm-hmm. our community. This, this, and they that's put all the responsibility on women. Right. They put all but and, and, and but see that's that's because they they have this thing where the women are supposed to be the gatekeepers of what is chaste and what is holy and and, and what is pure. Mm-hmm. When the when the mm-hmm. when the fact of the matter is that is that the man walks with the moral imperative. The man so walks with the moral imperative because it's supposed to be. It's as if like we're supposed to be the only ones raising a child and they're not allowed to raise a child at all. They're never held accountable when they leave. It's mm-hmm. all it's right. the single woman's fault. So what is right. the man's position? What about the single men that leave? Mm-hmm. You know, right? Exactly. Uh, exactly. And and that's basically what they're advocating for. That they're they're mad that they can't be that they can't be deadbeat fathers anymore. You know, right. and, and for and for all these and and this is what I don't understand. For all these so-called men who doing what they're supposed to do, how come all of them got a problem with child support? I don't have a problem with yeah, child support. Yeah, you shouldn't have to have child support if they were doing what the hell they were supposed to be doing. Exactly. That's, right. That's how come I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with child support because I do what I'm supposed to do. And I, and I know right. that child support is cheaper than 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 being the head of a household and, and, and being in the house and, and mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do as the man. If you come out cheaper with child support. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I said we have this whole culture of dysfunction that's operating. You gotta, we got to realize that a lot of these brothers – Come from, uh, you know, this single mother dynamic where they haven't seen intact families, and so it's become normalized. And, and it's the same thing with the sisters too. Like a lot of sisters, like because that's what we'll do too as black men. We'll complain how black women today aren't wife material, but how are we expecting to be wife material when we, when we haven't been making wives? We've been making them single mothers, and then you wonder how, and, and then you wonder how come all you see is single mothers. All you see is single mothers is because that's what you're making. So everything that we see within our communities, within our families, within our households is a reflection of us. And that's why I said the moral imperative is with the man because it's a patriarchal society. Patriarchy has been the dynamic on the planet for the last 6,000 years. You see what I'm saying? So we have to we have to own up to that if we really want to fix it. But a lot of these men don't really want to fix it. They want the easy sexual access without any of the consequences. That's that's basically all it you know all it boils down to. 
We also need to own up to the fact that it's not just uh, guys from single-parent homes that are creating single mothers. Thank you for your call. There are people who were raised in a two-parent home, either by their biological father or by a stepfather who, you know, stepped up to the plate and was that positive Mm -hmm. male role model for them. And those dudes will be very happy to take that positive real, uh, role model and have that be a positive influence on their life, and then they will turn around and talk about that they're not saving them and that they're not taking care of that baby because they were not trying to have a baby, even though they knew that if you leave your sperm exactly where it needs to be to create a baby, you know what's going to happen. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, we got well, to call us. This- Go ahead, Cynthia. And when other people see... Um, when the dominant society sees that their reputation is being tarnished, they do things to shift the narrative. Like, for example, the the the, uh, the analogy, well, it's not even an analogy, but the example that I gave, I think, in, in our, our video discussion, um, Amiria, how when there was a string of that culture of girls gone wild, um, for example, mm-hmm. where you have right. videos of white women, white college girls, just all over the place being extremely sexually promiscuous and degenerate, all out mm-hmm. public for a, a T-shirt. That that was a culture. It was a string of that for years, and all you really mm-hmm. saw was a bunch of white women on there. After Tyra right. Banks aired her show asking them how much sense does it make for you girls to be doing all this, these sexual things and exploiting yourself for a t-shirt, you know, and Tyra Banks mm-hmm. put that out on her show. After that, what they did mm-hmm. is girls gone wild wasn't sold anymore at all. And mm-hmm. Joe Francis has been ostracized by the entire white community. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't see Joe Francis anywhere doing anything anymore, and that's because they got on cold and realized, hey, we're supposed to be, even though we know that white women have historically been sexually loose all over the place and still are, mm-hmm. they said we're not going to advertise it on television. We're not mm-hmm. going to publicly, this isn't going to be the public persona of um, white women. Mm-hmm. Black mm-hmm. men continue to swipe credit cards down the booty of black women on, on TV. Yeah. And refer to them promote hood rats and promoting their songs that they need to get some models and some ratchets and they love to have hood rats and all this this so they don't do anything to clean up this image they just perpetuate it and that's the difference right. it's like you could at least pretend to care about your women when you're promoting hood rats and what do you think these young people which they're mostly the consumers of it because someone said that oh those were Remember that caller that said that these are grown women or something that called up and said, oh, well, these people are grown. Most of the people who consume um, music videos right. and, and reality TVs are not grown. They're teenagers. Right. Right. So exactly. it's like this, exactly. they're being raised with this. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you know what? And for all this talk about, you know, black women being submissive, I would have to say that. Um, for for them not being submissive, I would have to say thank you know thank goodness they they haven't been because as far as I can tell and it's something and you know this is something I say all the time Cynthia a trap can only work if they set it to your predictable behavior and at every mm-hmm. instance all we see are black men falling for the the the, the trick bag they they funnel mm-hmm. they 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 pump crack cocaine in, in the community to their own people. They mm-hmm. demoralize the women. I mean, we have we have to realize that you had a whole entire generation of crack babies 
So this was something that men were, were the black men were predominantly in control of, where they were selling the crack to the woman and getting sex and, 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 getting, the, and getting the woman pregnant and then creating crack babies. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then when we look at mm-hmm. what happened, you know, what happened, the, the, the further demoralization with, with hip-hop. At every instance, they're not, they're falling for the, for the banana in the tailpipe and, and doing mm-hmm. harm and damage to the community. And as far as I can tell, this fervor that's going on where they're, demor- where they're trying to denigrate the image of black women and the integrity of black women is just, is just another episode of that episode of this. It's just, it's just another episode. We have another caller. Um, I hope this ain't Big J because they got two of the same numbers. I, I'm going to have to hang up on them if it is. Hold on. Yeah, caller? Why are you doing that? Oh, no, 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 never mind. Since you're gonna... Hello, call. Hold on. Okay, I think that... Hold on. Yeah, caller? Hello? Yeah. Yes. Hello? Word. Hey, how, how, you, how you guys doing? Hi. I'm all right, brother. How you doing? Right on, right on. Um, I, I just wanted to chime in. Uh, I've been around this gender war. I've been around this gender war thing for a while. Uh-huh. Uh, the conscious community thing before social media. Right. And um, this thing has turned into an ugly monster. And it's uh-huh. very easy. And it's very easy to talk about the gender issues and our family issues and be triggered. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I've learned, um, you know, black with a lot of the things that black women are saying, they're right. Man. And a lot of the things that black men are saying are right. And I, one right. thing that I disagree with on both parties is not to say, mm-hmm. oh, black men did this or black women did that. Say these people's name. Say it's Meek mm-hmm. Miller. She screwed me over. She's a no good mm-hmm. so-and-so. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, James uh, uh, Gooden did this, and he did that, and he's a rotten so-and-so. Don't say, mm-hmm. oh, black women did this. Oh, black men did that, because I get pulled over sometimes. And they say mm-hmm. to me, oh, well, you fit the description of a black male. Uh, mm-hmm. No shit, I am. And then they say, well, you know, we got to call that a black male was walking around here. I'm like, well, right. uh, there is actually more than one of us on this planet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But all just because but just because somebody came out and said, no, they gave the physical description. So now we got an APB on black men and black women as a whole. Right. And I hate to see, That's like, when the gender stuff gets in, we get innocent people that really get hurt, yo. You know what I'm saying? There's mm. real good women that have been abandoned by these fucking scumbags. You know, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I, we can really right. go in on them, but it really doesn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? And then we got real, you know, cool guys, you know, they get screwed over by women. And it's okay. just like, we got to stay. I, I, me personally, I'm not going to try to tell y'all what to do because y'all, y'all deal with it the way y'all feel like y'all need to deal with it personally. But me, on the other mm-hmm. hand, I say these people's names. Yeah. And I try not to get into the gender thing or say, well, you know, black women or, you know, black men and you know how those people are. And I don't want to get into that because it's very easy to get sucked into that spirit. And that is a whole dimension that has been designed for us. Mm. And I don't want to jump all the way into some dimension without an escape rope because you will get lost and you will get Mm. hurt in there. And I've had abandonment issues as a black man from 
um, black men and women, and of generational issues of um, uh, a black man. Uh, he left his wife, and then his father uh, was hung, and I guess his stepfather beat his mother to death, and all the kids had to scatter, and then they wind up in the military on, you know, doing sharecropping, and then I got something else on the other side, and there was mm-hmm. alcoholism and abandonment, so I'm getting it from both sides and in my living days. So um only thing I can do is try to be cool. And the submission thing, I'm going to advise black men and women, don't trust anybody at face value. Make people right. earn your trust. I don't care how good they look, how much money they got. This right. game is popping like fucking Fourth of July fireworks. <laughs> Take your time, man, with trust, man. Trust is big, man. Trust and time right. is the biggest thing you'll ever have, man. That's sacred to you. So, you know, yeah. and I say this out of love. You know what I'm saying? Right. Out of healing love and not like, you know, retribution, like this is some, you know, the big payback with James Brown, and I'm going to go get that black women's head and black men's head. I'm not going to do all that, man, for what? You know what I'm saying? Right. Why? Yeah. So, yeah, know, I got you. I just come, you know what I'm saying? And I've heard some of these yeah. before, and I think, it's, I think it's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? And I'm calling from the Bay Area, and I see the black man versus black woman thing wholesale because this is the ground zero, in my personal oh, really? opinion. Due mm. to the uh, the interracial dating thing, and um, mm. I find it here that our quote unquote people here are like, well, it's in to be with this other group of people, or it's in to have babies by this other group of people, or it's in to talk mm. to each other this way. This is like the mm. hub of that, and it's like it's not real people here, and it's like we've had all these. Um, ideas and formulas that were implanted into our minds by mm-hmm. some very uh, strategic Negroes and whites. <laughs> right. For real, for real. Um, I took a look um, at um, a Jet Magazine from the 50s and 60s, right? Yeah. And they had the same talking points mm-hmm. as most of these Facebook groups. Should mm-hmm. black men date uh, black women still? Do black women think they're more attractive with more makeup? Should black women be dating outside their race? The same issues, the same uh, talking points that they had in Jet Magazine in the 50s and 60s, it's the same things they're doing to us right now on Facebook. And you wonder why we out here going crazy. It's because we we given our, uh, 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 our minds and our trust to these things that are, you know, these people don't want to see us as, you know, in harmony. They don't want to see black men and women in harmony at all. They think it's funny that we're out here talking about niggas and hoes and and ain't no good, and she's this and that. Man, we mm-hmm. we ain't got time for that, man. <laughs> we don't have time uh-huh. for that. And I think we need yeah. to tell the bourgeoisie, the black bourgeoisie, if they don't mm-hmm. keep our gender out of these uh, publications and insulting mm-hmm. us, we're going to punch mm-hmm. them right in the mouth. Every <laughs> yeah. civilization, every country on this planet, they can be a third world country, a fourth world country, they might get beat up by the white folks and run and you know, but they all got their licks on, on the bourgeoisie, and we haven't seen right. that with us. You know what I'm saying? I'm not advocating anything. I'm just saying mm-hmm. if they keep doing that, check them. Be like, hey, what's up with this? Why are you dragging mm-hmm. us? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's all in love, man. Yeah. 
So. All right. Yeah. Appreciate the call. Right on, bro. All right, yeah, so that was a bit that was a bit of a, a change of pace. It was getting a little testy. Um mm-hmm. okay, hold on, let me see. I think I have another caller. Uh, let's see. No, I guess not. Yeah, but um yeah, you know, we're coming down to the last uh fourteen minutes. You know, it's been it's been a lot of the big big J triple X. Yeah, like, I I remember him. He he was I, cause he even made a video. He even made a video about, you know, some of my videos and you know, like I'm not worried about them dudes, man. You know, we're going to do what we've been doing with the Great Liberators Radio Show. And I'm going to tell you right now, the blackmail accountability is going to continue. You know what I'm saying? Just like I told them in the group, Kenya, it's going to continue. Mm-hmm. Because in my estimation and in my view, that is the fundamental problem. You have too many brothers that feel like um, they should get a pass. And then there there seems to be this, this fervor, too, where they want to see they want to see sisters taken down a pig. Like I told you, I, I, there's the, to me, there's this sense that that black men have been dragged in the media. They've mm-hmm. been, you know, they've been told that they've heard that they ain't shit. Um, that black women have been saying they couldn't find any good men. Um, and so now that that the 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 the, the crack cocaine epidemic has has waned and 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 it, it doesn't hold the same sway that it once did, uh, you know, a couple of decades ago. And and now that you know to a certain degree we're getting ourselves together. Now we now we coming back for black women instead of coming back for the the, the oppressor, those who who did this to us, who demoralized yeah. us, who who put us in prison, who who started the the war on drugs, mass incarceration. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I keep saying like, are y'all serious? Because like you even hear them say that, like they'll say things like, man, in the '90s these women was talking stuff in the '90s. Okay. My daughter wasn't born, wasn't even, was, my daughter was still in my ball sack in the 90s. Are you serious? You know what I'm saying? So I'm supposed to go along with your bullshit because your feelings hurt from the 90s, man. You know what I'm saying? You, as a matter of fact, a lot of y'all wasn't even, was, was little kids in the 90s. So what are you talking about? Right. You see what I'm saying? What are you talking about? You have more animus and more animosity for black women than you do any other group. I Like, I don't understand that. Neither. I don't understand it. And, and, and it needs to be called out and it needs to be uh, be checked and challenged because if we just continue to let the one voice and constant theme on social media be that black women are this, black women are that, black women have done this, black women have done that, what do we think the, the complexion of our relationships look like in a generation? Right. You know what I'm saying? They'll be even more um, treacherous than what they are now. So, mm-hmm. so that's why I said black women black women deserve this advocacy. They deserve this advocacy and and, and that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna continue to do. And mm-hmm. if for men that, that love to run up in, in cooch and, 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 and don't do a risk assessment and don't and don't care nothing about their seed, pay your shit, man. Pay your child support. You know, <laughs> no man anywhere on the planet has a right to make a child and not take care of it. I don't know how come they act like they don't understand that. It, right. I, like I, I don't, I don't get that thought process. You do not have a right as a man to make a child and not take care of it. I don't care how how, how it, it it harms you or makes it inconvenient for you. Should have mm-hmm. thought of that because that child didn't ask, that child didn't ask to be. And I think that's something that that people like Big J X and our city and and a lot of these other Negroes misses that there's a child in the midst of this debate. So it's not mm-hmm. just about the mother. It's about the child too. And and the fact of the matter is that. Whatever the whatever condition the mother is in, the child is going to be in that condition. 
Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it's so so it's so it's more than just just that. It's like it's bigger than just the gender war. You know what I'm saying? And and if and, and, and whatever percentage of men it is, we should not be giving those men cover for their behavior. We should not right. be giving those. You know, and like I said, that much mouse nigga like you knew that man was no good. You laid up there with that man as a people. At one time, we didn't we didn't have that. We didn't think like that. We 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 stigmatized the man just as much as we did the woman. Right. He was ostracized and and looked down on as much as the woman. Now we sit here and co-sign the bullshit as if these men have a right to do that. You do not have a right to operate that way. And another thing too, even like you know, I was talking about how that, um, you know, we you have a crop of men who 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 believe that it's it's fine for them to be predatory in their relationship dynamic to black women. Like I, that's something I've heard. Uh, you know, you'll hear him say things like, well, that's what you're supposed to do. You know, like a guy doing something behind a business to a, to a woman behind her back or whatever, dogging out, and, and like, you'll hear a guy talking about that's what you're supposed to do. Wait, like, where you get that from? You see what I'm saying? So, 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 so the social conditioning is everything within this debate, too. And the fact of the matter is, is that, and that's just like what, what Cynthia just said, um, how the things that we complain about, we we create and we're perfectly fine when other women do it. We fine when the Kardashians have hydro gel asses. We fine when the Kardashians have on fake eyelashes and fake uh, fingernails. We're fine when the Kardashians have on makeup when they have on weed. So it's not about it's it's not about uh, the behaviors. It's about you devaluing black women because she's black and she's a representation of yourself. That's what it's really about. Right. You see what I'm saying? And that's why I keep saying that as a male group. We're we're running from ourselves, create, creating this entire zeitgeist to to stop from hiding and acknowledging the truth. And I think also also Cynthia, like when you were talking about how you were on the panel and you were getting attacked, mm-hmm. like you really hit a nerve with that when you when you brought it when you reduced it to its lowest common denominator. Because no matter how we want to feel, you know how good we're doing as black men, that is the reality. We are we are subjugated and dominated by another male group and have yet to deal with that effectively. You see what I'm saying? And there were so people something. in the Go ahead. Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off, but and there were people in the comment section saying, Well, black women are subjugated too. Duh. There's no right. possible but... way for us to not be subjugated if our men are. <laughs> like it's right. anything but... to bring black women into it. Right, but see that but here's the thing and I, I think they fail to comprehend and I, I even told I told Mugabe that today on uh, on Facebook, Kenya, is that it doesn't carry mm-hmm. the same weight if with a woman being subjugated because it's a male dynamic. We live in an androcentric world. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? The, the dynamic for the last six thousand years has been pa- has been patriarchal, and part of that means is that male groups have have rose up and subjugated other male groups. So it has nothing to, it has nothing to do with our women, and that's why I say like a lot of those MGTO guys they're talking about how. Sisters were, were were dealing with, you know, dealing with, um, you know, white men back during child slavery. Females go, females are going to gravitate toward the dominant male. It is not our women's fault that we're in the beta male position. That's our fault, and we have to deal with that. But before we can deal with it, we have to own it as men. And a lot, and and we don't like, you know, I even had a guy tell me the other day, um, in a Facebook group, uh, critical thinkers. He gonna he gonna tell me that um, it's up to the family to fight um, white supremacy. I said, wait a minute. I said, I thought, I thought it was supposed to be the man who fight for his family. He, like, he was even talking about the children, too. You see what I'm saying? That has a lot to do with it. A lot, like I said, a lot of black men, a lot of us are scared and terrified. 
You see what I'm saying? And, and that's also why. Go ahead. Did he really say it's up to the family? Yes, he said that. He said, I wish I had the screenshot. Right. Yes, he said that. And I said, I said, I said, I said, are you serious? And that's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many, so many brothers out here that are, that they don't have this, they don't possess the psychological equipment to really deal, to really deal with this. Like, they just don't. Like, they, you know what I'm saying? That, like, it's, it's, it's beyond being emasculated. It's, it's on, it's, it's on a whole nother level that is psychological. You see what I'm saying? And many of them have checked out from, from this fight. They just have. They've checked out. They've totally checked out. This is how come, like, you'll see them, you know, uh, talking about you can be pro-black and, 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 and date white women and marry white women and, and, and procreate with white women. H- how? Like, that is anti-theoretical to, 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 to being pro-black. Like, how can you do that? That's like a white supremacist having a black wife. Like, you're not going to see him doing that because he's all about whiteness. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. uh, how can we make that dichotomy make sense? You know, how, and that's why you dudes, couldn't. Right. It, 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 they're crimes, and, they, and, and what they do. You know what I said, too, Cynthia? I said, if the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was, 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 making, was making the world believe he didn't exist, then the greatest trick black men have, have pulled is, is, is making black women believe that they are the reason why they, they don't value them. It has nothing mm-hmm. to do with, with our sisters. It's about ourselves because we, we know that the black female is a representation of us. We know mm-hmm. that. And that's how come we, we as, a, as, a, as a male group, we'll, di- we'll disconnect ourselves from her. That is a way mm-hmm. of, it's, it's almost like a state of shock to, so we can survive because we know, as you stated on that, on that panel, we have no power. We have no real power. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but but part of the process has to be acknowledging the truth, so we can actually do something about it. But as long as we continue to, you know, pretend like that's not what it is, like we're really doing something, we're not gonna really come up with no strategy, man. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna really come up come up with a real strategy that's gonna be effective. Will it just be the same thing over and over? And over again, mm-hmm. like I said, a lot of the things that they say now, they were saying in the 60s, like even like even in the 60s, in the 60s, there was a there was a back to, you know, natural hair movement where, where you know, where they started rocking the afros and the dashikis and stuff like that. So you see the same thing now, like how they how they how they vilify weave and talking about go natural. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like a cycle. But we have to we have to really face the reality and the severity of our situation before we can mm-hmm. really deal with it in a way that's effective. Mm-hmm. But we, we, we're down to, um, we're down to the last three minutes. Let me just make sure I, ain't got, I think I got another call. Let me see. Nine one four. Did they? Okay. Hold on. Yeah, we do. Caller nine one four. I'm bringing you on. Hello. Yeah, caller. Yes. Can you yeah. hear me? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You guys have been all over the place. But I just have four points. Okay. Well, first point is this. When it comes to social development, there's a difference in our placement between the white race, right? Mm. So when you talk, every topic you're talking about, the white race went mm. through it first. Like, <clears throat> the first family law case wasn't for a black person most, or a black family, most likely. It was for mm. a white family. And I'll give you an example. Larry Bird of the Celtics. Okay. His father killed himself, if you know the history. Um mm-hmm. after his divorce. 
And then okay. even Larry Bird in interviews, you could tell he's like, that's what caused it. Um, so we're not the first to go through this. The only um, difference is the oppressor will always use the impress the oppressed group's woman to control the entire group. So with that in mind, since they had these laws in place, which was instituted by a rich white man to control a common man, now there's another tool in place to control us, and that's through our woman. And then I'd like to use another example. During the Japanese internment camps, they tried the same thing. And it worked to a degree. But the difference between us and them is that they had some type of, or their females had loyalty to their men to the death. The only difference was between the generation, the Nisei and the Issei. And I believe the Nisei was the older ones and the Issei was the younger ones. And the Issei, the younger ones, would comply. The females would comply. But then mm-hmm. after they were released from that inter- those internment camps, because I'm from that area where they were taken from, those girls can not only work in bathhouses after that, if you get what I'm saying. They were shunned okay. because of their disloyalty. We don't have that in our community. In our community, our women aren't shamed when they're disloyal. In fact, they're championed. They're actually cheered on. I'm about to wrap it up. I'm about to wrap it up. Well, wrap not, it up. Right, hurry up. You got, you got to hurry Cause, up. Cause I, in the words of Jay Prince, I'm not into tongue wrestling. Here we go. So leading into my last point. Okay. When you go to the man, i.e. family law court and all of such, you're actually supporting your own oppression. For one, in the state of California, for example, they charge you $20 per case. Like each person who goes to the court for family law court, it's $20 annually. So multiply that by the thousands. And imagine who, where that money is going. It's not going to your schools. It's not going to your roads. It's not going to economic development. It's going to the police officers who oppress you. And then let's go to the court. That judge is getting paid. That stenographer is getting paid. That, that, um, that lawyer is getting paid. Everybody's getting paid but you. And what do you think they do with their monies that they earn in lump sums? They use that to oppress you, to be a part of different institutions and organizations that stereotype you and your people. So you're actually funding your own demise. And I think that's it. Okay, okay. can I have a question? Because you said during the, the Japanese, their women stay loyal to them. How were the men conducting exactly. themselves? Okay, so how were the men conducting themselves? Were the men degrading Japanese women? Were they propping white women up on a pedestal? Now you're going for the low hanging fruit instead of addressing my point. Address my point. I am am addressing your point. I am addressing your point. You're not addressing addressing it directly. I am. No, you're not. I know the game you play. Let her speak, brother. It's not about a game. I'm asking you. How were the men conducting themselves? Because you already covered what the women were doing, and you said they were loyal. Okay, that's fine. How were the men conducting themselves during that time? Were they loyal too, or were they, or were they betraying their community for their oppressors' women? Were they doing that? 
Were they protecting their women? Were they protecting the children? Or were they comparing themselves to the women? Because you, when you give these scenarios, you need to give equal scenarios, equal comparatives, and you're not doing that. And, and I find it very hard to believe that it's simply the Japanese were getting putting these internment camps and, camps and the women were loyal without question. I, I don't believe that that's the case, and I think that you're being very deceptive when you say that. Okay, can I answer? Sure. Go ahead. Of course it was a segment of the man population that complied. You can't get any group to comply without some of the men complying. But what I am saying is was the end result of the woman who did who complied. I'm saying you're forgetting the point I made. The point I made was the ones who were disloyal, the ones, the female ones, they went to work in bathhouses. Do you know where the bathhouses in San Francisco? I, I didn't miss that point. I, I didn't uh, miss that what, point. I heard what you said. Answer the question. I heard exactly what you said. Do you know, I know what, what it is? is. Answer I'm, that I'm, question. Do okay, you know so what it but is? What, but what relevance no, does no, that no, have on no, what I'm asking you? But I'm asking you, what were the men doing? Because I, I asked you that. I just said some of the men complied. Of course, a couple of them probably brought their Japanese women up to these yellow people out the white men. What's your point? What is your You're dodging the point. That's what you do. I know your little game. You dodge it's, the it's point. It's not about dodging the yeah, point. Yeah, it's a it's little mind game you play. Think about it. I think another thing that you're doing. Why are you screaming like an emotional child? Okay, okay. You're cutting me off. You're not a child. That's why I deal with hood rats. I yell at them until they shut up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, he's too emotionally. He's too emotional. Yeah, hood rats. Cut him off. You're not going to come on this show and disrespect us or our guests. That's what you're not going to do. Okay, let me and see. Here, this is the thing. They're, they're, they're too emotional to even answer direct questions because the reality is, is that the women's loyalty depends on the men, and that's just yeah. the reality. Right. The, those Japanese women were not in there being loyal and the Japanese men were not conducting themselves the way black men are today. And he's saying some, but it's like you need to quantify some. Is it 80% of the population? Is it 10? Is it 5? Because that's going to give you more of an accurate position. The reality is, is that most of the men today are not being loyal to their women. They're not valuing their women. So if they're not right. valuing their women or being loyal to their women, in turn, their women isn't going to be loyal to them. And actually, black women are still exhibiting a high degree of loyalty to black men. Yeah, considering. And, I, and you know what? That has a lot to do with with, with, with the problem that they have, too, is, is they feel they have a problem because they feel like the, the women are behaving like them now. When I'm like, well, so what, what, what to expect? You, you walk with a certain ethic all this time, and so what, common sense should have told you that eventually the woman will follow suit. Common sense should have told you that. Hold on, I got to cut. Hold on. Yeah, Asia. Oh my God, Amiri, <laughs> I've been trying to get back on this show. I'm sorry, but Amiri, <laughs> do you see? Do you see what I'm trying to tell you? Men cannot mm-hmm. be told they're wrong. Right. Right. You see, do, right. I mean, the way these men have came on here and acted towards sin is a prime. This show right. would have been about blaming women. Would have been no mm-hmm. problem. Right. But when it's time to right. call that man to the front line, all hell break loose. Period. Right. And because I, what I what I wanted to ask him was what what I wanted to ask him is what what he was talking about. What does that have to do with the price of tea in China? That has nothing to do 
with what's going on within within but, our dynamic, Amir. right? Within our dynamic Amir, right now. That has nothing. Amir. That's what I want to do. I didn't give an example. Do you he know also that? didn't give an example in, in what ways black women were being used to control black men. I would have loved exactly. to, for him to provide an example of how yeah, black women are being controlled. They gonna say child right. but, but 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 here's the thing: how how can they how can they control you through child support if you, if 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 you have if you exercise restraint over your being? You know what? Let me yeah, tell you, let, me, let me let me get let me say this. Let me say this. There's because I I talked about the um you know rites of passage that were that was you know that we had and that was prevalent back you know in our African traditions. There was a practice where they would make the boys when they, you know, when the boys were coming of age and, and, and transitioning into manhood, they would make all the, you know, all the boys line up. And for the most part, they would be butt naked, right? Mm-hmm. And so they would then take, they would then have, you know, the, 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 the females or the, or the girls or the women come in front of them, not right in front of them, but, you know, come in front of them and dance. You know, basically, you know, basically twerk or do like an African bambata, and they would. It was a test to see what what boys could control their penis and could control their desires. And those boys that, um, you know, that that would that would get an erection, they would get, they would receive lashes. You see what I'm saying? That was that was the the rites of passage of of uh, of a tribe in Africa. We don't like we don't we don't teach sexual discipline to to, to black men. Like that's not something that we have within our when within our cultural ethos. We, and that's why I said we'll we'll te- we'll teach that to the girls, but then we'll teach the boys something entirely different. Yes, you see what I'm saying? And then praised. wonder how come there's this, there's this disconnect. That's why there's well, this men disconnect. Get for how many sex partners they have, exactly. they pimp, they players. But if a woman exactly. does it, she's a hoe. Just like yeah. I was saying, you know, they always want to talk about uh, the white man this and the white man that. The white man made his woman, his his woman, the standard mm-hmm. of him and his self right. the standard of success. What did the black man mm-hmm. make the black woman? The standard of baby mamas, the standard of thought, yeah. the standard. Yeah. Of, I mean, you can say what you want to say about him. His, you do yeah. anything to him, his woman, his child, you go. He gonna get you. Mm-hmm. They protected. What you got going on? Yeah. Your woman, your children. Mm-hmm. That but was just the dusty, feminized beta male. That, that's all that was. Who couldn't control his emotions, let alone his dick, which I suspect is very small and ineffective, by the way. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, why is on here yelling and screaming and because like, <laughs> it's like why are you on here screaming and yelling? It's like get a control yeah. of your emotions. Nobody's even right. Like, and they're all fans, you know. They all got something towards sin. Like every time she asks them a question, they tampon get down. And I'm talking about like what? I'm not saying it like that, but what? Why can't a man be told he's wrong? Uh, How come everything always gotta be dragging the woman? Right. Mm-hmm. Keep your legs closed. Right. And, and that and that's and you men know that's that's really what they that's really what they want and, and, and what they a lot of what's going on is it's it's an it's an 
and effort to, to, to you know, to, to socially subordinate black women too. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, they want to subordinate black women socially. And this is how, this is how come like they'll, they'll demonize the achievement of black women. They'll, they'll, yeah. they'll, uh, you know, undermine it. They'll, they'll try and downplay it. And they do the same thing when it comes to, comes to the ways in which she, she is harmed, not only by uh, the system of white supremacy, but also by black men. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we yep. have to realize that, like, like even if, if we talk about how, you know, sisters have been raped, they'll be like, we, we was raped too. Okay. That, that's one thing, but you weren't raped by black. You didn't do, then weren't turned around and raped by black women. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, we're always very maladaptive when it comes to the black female, but that, that, you know, that, that's what I have to do it guys. Um, you know, I appreciate all the callers. I, I appreciate, I definitely appreciate you, uh, you know, Cynthia G, you know, calling up and, and uh, doing this podcast with us, we look forward to working together. And we're gonna, you know, we're gonna make a dent. And we're gonna Definitely. do some things. You know, it's not just gonna be a, a thing where we're talking. All right, so, 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 so that was it for this episode of the Great Liberators Radio Show. Y'all have a good night. You too. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Great Liberators, host. Amiri Brown and Kenya White. Until next time. Ha, 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 ha.